This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the show designed to help athletes gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. And I'm your host, Kenny Duso, and today we're going to be talking about what to do when you feel like you're not good enough. Now, this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart because the entire my entire childhood, I had those feelings. My entire childhood, when I was playing sports, I felt like I was no good at the sports, so what was the point in even trying? Um, as I grew up and I found my passion for coaching, I was, I felt the same way. I felt like, you know, I'm not good at this, or I felt like making a career in this isn't possible, or I was being told that making a career in this wasn't possible. So for such a long time, I dealt with these feelings of just not feeling like enough, not feeling like what I was doing was worth it, not feeling like what I was doing mattered, not feeling like anyone would be interested or anybody would want to work with me or anybody anybody would see any value in the coaching that I can deliver. So I want to ask all of you, let me know who resonates with this. You know, when you are training every day, when you are working so hard in your sport and you're busting your ass, you're sacrificing time with friends or time with family or other activities. And that is met with people saying, why do you even train so hard? Or that is met with people telling you that a career in a sport isn't realistic and you should just go find a job or a career in sport isn't realistic. So why do you even work that hard at it anyway? or making fun of that dream you've had for so long that you're working towards, or, you know, again, just diminishing you in any way. So if you're here live right now, let me know if that resonates with you. Let me know if you have friends or family in your life that have done that to you as you've pursued your dream, as you've pursued your passion, had friends or family that have diminished that or made fun of you for that, or basically told you, that your passion isn't worth pursuing because it's not realistic anyway. Because I know that was something that happened a lot to me. I know that that I faced that a lot when I was younger. And many times through my life, I let it get to me. Many times through my life, I made the conscious choice that coaching wasn't for me. I made the conscious choice that I should just go off and do something else because being a strength coach wasn't realistic anyway. That was, you know, not something that people make money at. And so why pursue that when I should just go be a teacher? And, you know, no offense to any teachers out there. I think it's an incredibly important job, but that is just not the job for me. That is the absolute last thing in the world I would want to do. I love spending my days in the gym. I love spending my days working with athletes. And this was just plain and simple, the only thing for me. And so all of these people that were telling me that it wasn't realistic, all these people that were telling me that, you know, my dream wasn't worth pursuing, the passion that I had wasn't worth pursuing, you know, it got to me. And so if you're here live right now, let me know if that resonates with you. Let me know if people have dealt with those similar feelings before. And I know as well, one of the big things that I struggled with that I'm sure many of you have struggled with as well is... As I was coming up, looking 
at people that were at the top level in my field, looking at people that were, you know, coaching the highest of the high level professional athletes and viewing them as almost superheroes, viewing them as almost these people that weren't real human beings. Um, one that <laughs> makes me laugh because we've had a lot of good conversations since one that I used to view this way was Phil Guru. He's an MMA strength coach and I viewed him as this like almost a God because I just, I learned so much from him and I just never imagined being able to do the things that he's doing because he was just so much smarter than me and so much better than me and so much more high level than I was that, you know, how could I ever possibly think that I would have an impact on an athlete the way that Phil DeRue does. Um, and since then I've actually interviewed him on this podcast. We've had a number of really good conversations on, you know, we're not best friends by any means, but the guy, I, I understand now that this is a regular human being. And so I want to ask that question to you guys. How many of you view the athletes in the top level in your sport and think, well, there's no way I could ever be like that guy, or there's no way I could ever be like that girl, because you see them as almost superhuman. You know, you see them as these beings that are just, you know, above and beyond regular life because they're just so talented or so incredible at a sport that you just don't understand how they could get to that level. And you don't understand in any world how you could possibly get to that level, too. And I know a lot of you guys have felt this feeling before because it's natural when you're watching an athlete on TV. You don't see yourselves as on the same level. You don't see yourselves as, you know, doing the same thing because they're on TV and you're sitting at home watching them. But I want to get into a couple of things on that. For all the athletes out there that feel like they're not good enough to eventually put themselves in that position, I want you to remember two things that we're going to talk about here. First of all, every single one of those athletes that you're watching on TV, if you are watching a UFC event on Saturday night, Every single fighter you see coming up in that event has felt what you're feeling right now. Every single fighter you see coming up in that event has felt that feeling of, oh, I'm not good enough to do this or, oh, you know, what, how am I ever going to get to that level? Because they're human beings. And every single one of them has felt that and every single one of them has gotten there. We sometimes feel as though these feelings we have of not being good enough are unique to us, but these feelings are not unique. Every single person out there feels that at some point or another. I know I felt that so many times coming up as a coach, but speaking with other coaches and speaking with these other high-level people that I admire so much, all of them have felt it too. All of them have questioned whether they were going to be good enough. All of them have questioned whether or not people were going to listen to them or whether or not they could be a good leader for their athletes too. And the same thing for all of you athletes out there, when you're watching those athletes on TV, when you're watching these people that you admire so much, every single one of them has been in your shoes. Every single one of them has been the kid or the young adult watching the other ones on TV while not being on TV themselves. Does that make sense? So, Nobody ever gets to the top without some self-doubt. The difference is not that these people are magically just certain of themselves at all times. The difference is that they learn how to deal with it. They learn how to deal with it. They learn how to move through it. And they learn how to take risks anyways. 
And that's something that you guys need to be learning as well if you ever hope to achieve that level. Because I know something that has happened to me quite often is when I have those feelings of self-doubt, when I have those feelings of, you know, who am I? Why would anyone want to listen to me? Is this, is what I'm doing worth it? Then I turn, the next thought in my brain is, I just shouldn't try. So, you know, I won't do that live stream or I won't, you know, reach out to that athlete or I won't, you know, do this, do that, whatever else it might be, because I'm too concerned with trying and failing. But as I learned to shut down the self-doubt and as I learned to take risks despite the self-doubt, that is when my life started to change. That is when my career started to change. That is when the level of athletes that I was working with started to increase immensely to the point where now I only work with the athletes I choose to work with. And that's a pretty great thing as a strength and conditioning coach. But the point of that message is for you. The point of that message is for the athletes listening to this that think there's no way I can make it to the UFC. There's no way I can make it to the NHL. There's no way I can make it to the NFL, the CFL, whatever that league is for you in your sport. Because every single kid out there has felt that. But the difference between the ones who make it and the ones who don't, of course, aside from the physical side and the training and all of that, is the ones who make it learn how to deal with that self-doubt, learn how to move past it, and learn how to take risks anyway. Because what are you afraid of? You know, if you're sitting here right now and you're not, you don't want to try because, you know, well, what happens if I try and I fail or you have any of those thoughts coming through your mind? Instead of thinking, what happens if I try and I fail? Think about what happens if you don't. If you don't try, you live the rest of your life looking back on this wasted potential of a career that you could have had that you made the conscious decision not to have. So I want you to be really conscious of that. Think about what happens if you don't try instead of what happens if you try. But also, let's talk about what happens if you try and fail. If you go all in on yourself, you really decide, I'm going to commit to trying to make it in my sport. I'm going to commit to try to make it to the top and make the career that I want instead of the career these people keep telling me I need to settle for. And you don't make it. You can look back on your life and say, I tried. You can look back on your life and say, I did what I could. I see a comment coming in here. As soon as, I, as, soon as you say, I can't, you won't. And you're exactly right. As soon as you say you can't, you won't. So the second you say, I don't see myself as that athlete on TV, or I don't see myself as, you know, that professional or living that life or having that career that I want, you're not going to make it. That is the one guaranteed way to not make it. So as I was saying, as you develop through your career, learning how to deal with that self-doubt and learning how to understand it, but then also learning how to move past it is the key. And talking about what happens if you try and fail, you can look back and you can say, I gave it everything I got. And now I can move on to the next chapter of my life, knowing that that wasn't for me. And you don't have to live the rest of your life wondering, could I have been something? Could I have gone somewhere? Could I have made it? Because you did everything you could, not just that, but if you truly go all in, even if you don't make it to the career you want, the chances are you're going to open up some doors for yourself. I've known plenty of people that have played lower level professional hockey 
that never made their living at it, but got, you know, a paycheck and then went on to coach hockey or went on to run a hockey skill school. And so now it might not have been the NHL career they were after, but now instead of working some random shitty nine to five that they don't want, now they get to spend their days playing the game that they love and teaching the game that they love and being around the game that they love because they pursued it, because they did what they could, because they took it as far as they could, even though it wasn't as far as they wanted, it still led to something much better and something beautiful and they can spend the rest of their lives doing something they actually enjoy. Does that make sense? And the last thing that I want to talk to you about as well, if you're sitting here right now and you're feeling that self-doubt and you're feeling that concern of who am I to think that I'm going to make it here or, you know, there's no way that I could compete with this guy or compete with that girl or whatever that issue is for you, whatever's sitting in your heart right now, think back to your preparation. This was a big one for me coming up as a coach as well. I would have all these feelings of, you know, I started working with professional athletes and immediately started questioning myself as far as, you know, why would these high level athletes listen to me? What do I have to offer that they need? You know, why wouldn't they go to this coach or that coach or, you know, oh, look at all these people that are so much better than I am. And then as soon as I started to think back to my preparation, as soon as I started to think back to the work that I had done as a coach, as I was coming up, it made me understand how crazy those thoughts were. The reason they were coming to me is because I've been coaching since I was 16 years old. The reason that they're coming to me is because through that time, since I was 16 years old, I've been learning from anyone I can get close to. This is professional strength and conditioning coaches. This is skills coaches. This is starting a podcast in 2020 where I was interviewing coaches and athletes around the world. This is YouTube videos, books, anything I could get my hands on, I was learning. This was me moving across the country to come work at a gym that paid me nothing because I knew I was going to be in an environment where I was around high-level people. Whatever opportunity I had to learn, I took. Whatever opportunity I had for myself as a coach, I took. I didn't get stuck in the, my way is the best way, so now I need to just you know, do what I was doing five years ago and keep doing that forever because I know that in order to succeed, you need to adapt. I know that in order to succeed, you need to keep learning. I know that becoming an athlete, even though I was never a professional athlete, I know that becoming an athlete is more than just being physically fit. So I started adding other elements to my business. So that's why they come to me because I live and breathe this career. And so for yourselves as well, when you're sitting there and you're wondering, you know, why would any team ever want me? Why would, you know, how, what am I possibly going to make it to this level? Or how am I possibly going to ever make a million dollars in my sport or make my career out of my sport or financially support my family through this sport? Think back to the way you prepare. Think back to the training you're doing. Think back to those long hours in the gym that's, you know, those aching bones and muscles as you wake up in the morning after hard training sessions the night before. Think about the work you're doing that other people aren't willing to do. And this is why it's going to happen. This is why it's going to happen. The work you put in or the work you don't put in is going to dictate your future. Not where you were born, not your family, not your financial situation, not any of these things. The thing that will dictate where you end up as an athlete 
is your work, your preparation, your dedication to the sport. And if you're looking back at your preparation right now and you get more anxious, that's a problem that we need to discuss in a whole other episode. But that tells me you need to change something. It's not that you can't make it. It's that what you're doing right now might not be enough. Because if you only do the same training all the time and you're never changing it up, you're never adding or taking something away or trying to improve it, that's only going to carry you so far. Because as I said, in order to succeed, you need to adapt. So those are the two main things I want you guys to understand. If you're an athlete listening to this who struggles with self-doubt, who struggles with feeling like they're not good enough to make the career they want in their sport, I want you to remember, number one, think of the five athletes you admire the most, the five people that you would trade places with today in your sport if you could. Every single one of them has felt that self-doubt. Every single one of them has questioned themselves. Every single one of them has questioned whether or not they had what it takes to make it at the top level. And every single one of them made it. The second thing I want you to remember is to look at your preparation. Because if you're an athlete listening to this and you wonder how you can possibly have the audacity to think that you're gonna make it to the top level one day, Look at how you spend your life. One of the things I look for when I speak to athletes is I ask them about, you know, their hobbies and their likes and dislikes outside of training when I'm debating whether or not I want to take them on as a client. And not that you're not allowed to have hobbies. You absolutely are. But if somebody tells me they've got 400 other things going on outside of their sport, my first instinct is this is probably not someone who's gone all in. This is probably not someone who's giving everything they can to their sport. Whereas when someone tells me, yeah, I don't really have much time outside of training and work and, you know, eating and sleeping, that tells me this person's probably very all in. That tells me this person is likely someone who is dedicating themselves enough that they're going to make it to the top level. So again, that's not that you're not allowed to have hobbies. You absolutely are. But understand if you're trying to make it to the top level in a sport, if you're trying to give everything you can to a sport, you need to do that. You need to give everything you can to the sport. And this doesn't mean don't take a day off. This doesn't mean live in the gym, but this means dedicate yourself. Stop holding back. Stop worrying about what happens if I go all in and I fail. People fail every day. The bigger fear in your mind should be, what happens if I don't? So that is it. That is all. I appreciate you all taking the time to tune in today. If you are watching this back on the replay, make sure to drop a comment. Let me know that you're here. Let me know that you're watching. And as you come through, I would love to know what you've been able to take away from this episode in order to apply to your own career to help you level up to. So. Thank you all so much for taking the time to tune in. I'm looking forward to bringing another one of these episodes to you guys tomorrow, every single day, Monday through Friday. Hope you have a great rest of your day. See you all tomorrow. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.